0: Brunch. DJ Bean, Pete Blackburn. This is the new exclusive podcast recorded in legendary Alan Craig Studios. What up, Pete? Hey, this thanks, is great. Thanks for having. This is already great. This is we're off to an excellent start. I've never been in Alan Craig Studios
1: before. It is uh, it's doesn't fit the theme of what brunch is going to be, but it's uh, it's pretty nice down here. So
0: brunch is just going to be from what i've gathered it's just going to be just like a very tasteful chilled out mellow like hitting on the important topics a podcast if you will
1: it's what brunch is all about brunch is about the important things
0: yes we were we were
1: trying to think of names last night and uh yeah i guess we should hit on why we ended up at brunch
0: we well we were just texting names back and forth i think uh blackburn the pod was discussed uh i i I name my podcasts podcast pun things i think that there's i don't think that anyone else does that ever Uh, so i i'm trying to tap into that it's
1: a new thing you're getting into right there yeah so uh yeah let's see like the names that we went through on that text thread are pretty a lot of them are pretty terrible
0: voters uh so you said gal to gal i didn't (laughs) i said doing the damn thing (laughs) that was a pretty good one um you said the Dad Podcast. That's pretty good. I said the Pain Cast. Uh, let's see,
1: Flawed cast was one of mine.
0: Flawed cast. Oh my Pod, Becky. <laughs> uh, the Notorious Pod Pod Goals. I thought I just I threw vibes out there. Like if anybody
1: wants to start a podcast, we just gave you like fourteen <laughs> good names. <laughs> right. So
0: right, that's like yeah. But um,
1: we ended up on brunch. Just uh, well, you just I, said I during just, this, you said bitches love brunch. Yeah, yeah. So can't disagree there, we there.
0: Go. <laughs> can't disagree there so uh yeah i guess the inaugural podcast uh now that you've heard that that fire intro we're gonna we're actually gonna discuss something musical that happened uh the other day involving uh our our legendary co-host here pete blackburn so the pre-game of the patriots uh our nfl opener between the steelers and pats they do the they do those ridiculous things where they have like nine remote concerts going on, and
1: I think all of these, all of those ones were in San Francisco. Those were, oh yeah, they that's had like right. A kickoff party, yeah. in so San it, Francisco. it wasn't like live eight or anything. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, um,
1: so they had Train, which, which is not my cup of tea. I mean, I feel like that's not most NFL fans' cup of tea. I
0: feel like it's most people, like everyone, like Nickelback is the default. Like, oh, no one likes this yeah. band, and like people said the Spice Girls, even though they went a bajillion times platinum. But I've only met one person who's like Train, this is my
1: song. What, Mike Mickley? <laughs> I is know he... Mike Mike Mickley loves Train.
0: Nice. Well they have they have great song. They have Drops of Jupiter. That, yes. that's great like song. They have
1: they have so many great songs. <laughs> and
0: uh the, so, I
1: like I don't I don't have strong feelings towards train either way. Like I don't hate yeah. them or and I don't love them, but like I don't. I they're feel like not they're, a good fit for the NFL kickoff concert.
0: I feel like we think similarly in that I don't hate any artist. I don't like no artist to me is like nails on a chalkboard, and that's actually probably how a lot of this mess with you started the other day. Uh, Ellie Goulding was performing. And it wasn't her best performance, and so naturally people started saying how bad she was and how awful she was, and probably because she's a a pretty girl, everyone just decided to lump her in with like a bunch of untalented uh, artists, which I thought was unfair. And she's not
1: that pretty, by the way. I think she's.
0: I think she's. So I'm into it. Is (laughs) is the way I would put it? She's like.
1: She's like I guess seven.
0: She's. If you got any sort of like different thing going on like she did the she did the undercut thing for a while i think she did like an undercut but the short part was dyed a color it was very tasteful very <laughs> very very well done i was a fan but um so she yeah she's performing and everyone's weighing in
1: and you weighed in uh, with a tweet what was your what was your tweet um i said uh hold on let me pull it up uh ellie golding's greatest achievement is still cheating on ed sheeran She she gave us all "Don't," which is a great song from Ed Sheeran. That's my like. Like I wasn't trying to trash Ellie Goulding. Yeah. Like this is not. I hate Ellie Goulding. I think she's fine. Right. Like like I said, don't feel. I don't feel strongly towards her either way. Either. I don't. I don't love her. She has some jams. Right. But I don't hate her. And I was just saying, I think that Ed Sheeran's "Don't" is better than. Pretty much anything she's ever done.
0: Well, it's like it's like saying uh, like the best part of the Beatles' breakup is that George Harrison made All Things Must Pass. Like, and that's like it's in not ter- trashing the Beatles. You're not saying I'm glad the Beatles yeah. broke up. You're saying that some good things have come from something bad. And while you're while you're saying that something is better than Ellie Goulding, you're hardly saying that she's terrible. Yeah. So uh, later, you got a tweet from somebody and it said, "Hi, the reason why you haven't." I can't do accents actually. Uh, it says it's going pretty well from El- from Ellie Golding to her 5.3 million followers. Hi, the reason why you haven't got as far as you would like to is because you're a asshole. Saws deuces
1: peace. Wait, did she say deuces and no. peace? Okay, no, I was well, gonna I, say I
0: I interpreted yes, peace like as... I like you
1: know how when you uh, when you get like. Um, like a a big account tweets you yeah, and it like pops up on your phone. You get the push notification. Yes. yes. So I got that and it said like Ellie Golding. And I was like, there's no way this can be like the actual Ellie Golding. Like I was like, this might be like a huge fan page with like a ton of followers or whatever. And I open it. It has a blue check mark. And I was like, Oh Oh, my God. Can't be good. (laughs) So yeah, that kind of opened the floodgates and I was super surprised because (laughs) like I didn't mention her in my original tweet either. Like I didn't tweet at her. Yeah, she name searched herself. And I then think she. Found named, it. I
0: think that after she performs, she must search Ellie Goulding, Ed Sheeran, to be like really. Who's
1: who's gonna go there? Who's
0: <laughs> I need to find whoever's gonna go there? If that's
1: still like so, if that's still in her head, that's like she should see like a psychiatrist. So here's my question,
0: and I like Ellie Goulding, or I I don't I I think that that she's attractive and all that stuff, but. I think that she's talented. I don't. I know two of her songs. I swear to God, I know uh, "Lights" and I know uh, Burn. "Burn." And I saw a performance of her at some Ryan Seacrest thing, singing "Lights." And "Lights" is one of those songs that you hear, and you're like, a person can't do that. That took. I mean, obviously, every song recorded takes like they, they punch in everything like line at a time. But she, she like sang a, a slightly altered version of it. But it was just incredible, and like the breath support, and she—it was—it was so so impressive. So, my impression of Ellie Goulding is, I bet people think she's not talented, but she is super talented, really good.
1: Yeah, and so, she has a really unique voice
0: too. Yeah, which is like nice. Yeah. So, uh, wh- where the where was I going with that?
1: I mean, I, I don't know. I think you just wanted to to its st- to, to, to Ellie in a pedestal a little bit.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. Um I stopped personally uh, so I her, her
1: best song is um is anything can hap anything could happen, which was uh Is that the Susicle song? No, that's the uh, the song that Nick Miller and Just Day hooked up to for the first oh, time on New Girl. Oh, okay. So I, I That know. song's a jam.
0: Okay. I know where I was going with this, is that I don't know anything about Ellie Goulding other than that, that one time she had a hairdo that I that I fancied and that she's got some, some fire jams and that she dated Skrillex. I did not know until that tweet that she dated Ed Sheeran, so could you
1: clue in? Well, the, the song Don't is about her, and she cheated on Ed with uh, that kid from One Direction, the the blonde one, I think it's N- Nail, Nile. Niall? Niall, yeah. I thought so, they were
0: all named Harry. I could be wrong. Yeah,
1: well, that's the only important one. Okay. And uh, so I guess at the Grammys, it was, that she cheated on him. Like, they were dating, and they went to, like, the Grammys, and they were, like, at the Grammys, and, well, they weren't, like, dating, but they were hooking up. And so wow. they were staying on the same hotel floor, Was the line in that song. I never intended to be next, but you didn't need to take him to bed, that And I never saw him as a threat until you of course it's not like we were both on tour we were staying in the same hotel floor and i wasn't looking for a promise or commitment. oh and wow so she i guess boinked nile that night instead of ed wow so like a lot of shade thrown there so like dirty dirty so, Ellie. so
0: what you're telling me <laughs> is that this is is this uh this, oh it couldn't have been this past grammys uh, no, not the not the one that he performed with. Uh, What's his face? Uh, I have Jacqueline. no idea what Grammys okay. it was. But basically, what you're telling me is Ed Sheeran went to the Grammys and didn't bang.
1: Yes. Well, not oh, not not Ellie at least.
0: Well, do you think that so? Was he was he unaware of where she was? I mean, if that if that's his squeeze at that time, that.
1: Then. I you'd think that he had, he would have like a better, better, better handle on her. But I mean, like if they were boinking and they went to the Grammys, you'd think that she would go back to his hotel room. Like, can't that's blame him. How sexual relationships yeah. go. Yeah, that's can't really blame him. He so, was probably just waiting. And yeah, just, she never showed up.
0: He was just like crushing the minibar. And hey. I lo- by the way, if there's a more charming person in the world than Ed Sheeran, oh, he's great. I'd love to meet him. He's great. I, he, Big fan, and he's a, awesome.
1: a lot of people trash him, which makes me mad. But also, Ugh. like, I'm just like, well, you're dumb. So. Right,
0: and he raps, and yeah, he's he, like, he's
1: self-effacing. He's I can't wait till he gets to do whatever he wants to do. Yeah, because his music is going to be so much he's, better.
0: because he's doing the the John Mayer thing. He's doing the I'll give you a couple, like I'll, like, I'll, I'll make sure this goes albums. number one. Yeah, um, but yeah, he's he's super cool.
1: So, but for the Ellie tweet, the I think like the most ridiculous part of the tweet back other than the fact that she's exposed herself as an internet bully uh, for like just me. Yeah. Nobody else. I checked her mentions. Yeah. Didn't mention anybody else. That didn't c- respond to any hate other than my tweet. That
0: cannot be the meanest thing that's been <laughs> no. said about it. Like, and it, it's it like, wasn't even by, by like our Twitter kind of group like people that we follow Boston media and everything. It wasn't People were meanest. saying way way worse. I mean uh, Mike from Attleboro. Shouts to that guy. I, I we, we've, we've got kind of a, a friendship now. But he tweets, auto-tune is a hell of a thing. She
1: wasn't using auto-tune. No, like, and it's like, you if you know what auto-tune is, you'll, you would clearly hear it. Yeah, like you, yeah, it's pretty
0: easy to detect, like, there's those yeah. little artifacts and everything. But he... So, that's wrong. And then Andy from E.E.I. is saying, oh, she's lip-syncing. It's like, if you're saying it's a bad performance, then, then it wouldn't, wouldn't it sound be better. Yeah. yeah, like, Michael Jackson would, would always lip-sync. Michael Jackson's performances were insane. Yeah. Um, so... A lot of dumb and a lot of incorrect hate being spewed at Ellie. You drop a fact and educate me on something, and just get your ass kicked.
1: Yeah, and like this isn't like a new fact either. Like it's been out there, even though you didn't know about it. it. Yeah, but it's new
0: for a lot of people. Okay, just
1: well, just educating the people. But the most ridiculous part of the tweet I thought was, "Hi, the reason you haven't gotten as far as you would like to, like she doesn't know me. I could be as far as I want to be. You've you've gotten far. (laughs) I, I think." I mean, I still live with my parents, so I still live with my mom, so it's haven't gotten that far. But I mean, it it could be worse. So so guys,
0: Pete Blackburn makes a lot more money than me. (laughs) Like Pete's doing Pete's doing fine. He's I I
1: think of you as a as a big success. Thanks. What a d- like that's such a that's such a ridiculous thing to like start off with and say to somebody that you don't know. The reason you haven't gotten as far as you want to, right? Huge you... because because I wanted to be a pop star and so... she's she's so <laughs> right. much she's so much farther in life than I am. So
0: here's how I handle those things, and I haven't dealt with anything from Ellie Goulding. But if somebody is trolling you on Twitter or whatever, you just gotta get in their face with a lot of incorrect stuff and just like cloud <laughs> the situation. So like if someone says something to me. Like, uh, uh, Oh, I, I said something about Bart Hubbock or whatever, and somebody oh, responded to me, guy. and, and, they, and they, he was like, Bean, you are the absolute worst. I hate you, but but like I, I got to agree with what you said or whatever. So I responded, and I said, well, it sh- doesn't seem that you hate me. You do follow me on Twitter. The guy doesn't follow me. And then <laughs> that... I, I do that all the time. I tell people who criticize me, like, you're the one who follows me, and... I love when they take the bait. It's so it's so low, but when they take the bait and you get in like a huge back and forth over like I'm looking at your screen right now. It says follows you. You follow me on Twitter. So that must fuck have with said, so hard. So you should have said back to her, you should have been like, oh, I guess those 40 million albums I sold last year were a figment of my imagination. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Now I wish I did that. God damn it. You should have been like, you was... never sell as many albums as My, my response back wasn't great. I was just like, so wait, you don't want to date me? Did and, you? <laughs> you? Yeah, said? that was my response. Well, your,
0: your text to me was amazing. You said, oh, I yeah. guess this means I can't be in Taylor Swift's entourage anymore. Yep. So that Which, was
1: that was like honestly one of the first things that popped into my head. I was like, God damn it! If Taylor Swift ever sees us, I'm in so much trouble. <laughs>
0: right? Oh, that would. Which you probably were uh, like my lifeline to to being to... friends with Haim yeah. because.
1: But the, the 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 good thing is is that my Twitter picture is a picture of me as a baby, so I could still infiltrate that group, and Ellie Goulding would ne- have no idea who that's, I was. It, actually, the backlash wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, uh, but I think that's because she. One, she didn't like preface it with like a period or yeah. It was just like only people who followed both of us could see it because she just tweeted back at me. Um, and two, she deleted the tweet like a half an hour later.
0: Well, something that was also really bad is so she does that, and that's like she fired the the weapon that she has in the Bad Blood video right in your face. You know that like gargantuan thing she's holding. Yeah. So she just crushes you, like just <laughs> obliterates you. You pre like you. Don't, yeah, Twitter it was, was discussing, she burned me real good. Yeah, Twitter was disgusting, just taking you off of Twitter for yeah. a while and being like, "Let's, Let's let this kid out of his recover." And then she comes back at you like, "You thought I was done? Oh, Remember yeah. when I said a asshole earlier? Thought about it? It's actually an asterisk and asshole. Yeah, that was
1: a follow. Boom. And then, but then she deleted both of them, which is like, you can't do that. You can't. You can't like hit the nuclear warhead button and then just undo it.
0: Yeah, my uh, so. I texted to you. I said, uh, "I don't know if we should, draw, if I should draw attention to this. If that's like bad for you or what." And then you were like, "Oh no, like whatever, it's fine. Like you're you're not a sensitive guy." So I I was tweeting some stuff about it, and given that during that whole Ellie Golding conversation, I was very pro Ellie. I tweeted like, "Love Blackburn. Gotta say I'm taking Ellie's side on this or something." And somebody reached out to me quickly and was like. Hey, even if that was a joke, remember, like, I obviously the the Kirk thing where it was oh. taken as I didn't have his back. Yeah.
1: So they're like, maybe you shouldn't even joke about not, like, was d- this like somebody who, this wasn't like a random person. Was it somebody that you know? It was somebody that I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was,
0: a, it was a text message that was like, hey, like,
1: just like don't imi- cross Blackburn. <laughs> right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Like, like, you've kind of established that, like, you don't. That you don't have your friends' backs accidentally. <laughs> so I, uh, so then I, I sent up the, the follow up yeah, tweet I that I was like, I, Pete Blackburn is a good man. And I, I do think that Ellie was, uh, it, it's mind boggling that she did that, but it was, it was I mean, great.
1: It was, well, I mean, I thought it was great too. Gave me a new Twitter bio too.
0: She so. really, did you put it in there? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, it's just Ellie Golding thinks I'm an
1: asshole. It was uh, I write for Up Rocks and Ellie Golding hates my guts. That's, that's <laughs> so that's my new Twitter bio. That's All right, so next on the list of things to talk about at brunch: yes, streaming music. Yes,
0: streaming is, uh Taken I mean, over the world. It's so I don't like streaming music, but I participate in it because you're a hypocrite. Because I'm a bad person. Uh, So string music is bad in general. It's just a way to guarantee that artists never make any money unless they tour. Um, But uh, we were texting back and forth about this recently, just like
1: which are good and which are bad. I had
0: Spotify for a while, and I hated every second of it. I'm so glad that Apple Music came out.
1: I never had Spotify Premium, but um, I did dive into Apple Music, and I love it so far. I... I wouldn't say I love it so far, but it's it's rewarding, and I'm probably going to keep it through the f- the after the three months. But I hope they improve it. Yeah. It's kind of a mess right now, like like the setup of it on the iPhone at least.
0: How so? Like uh, it's like picking I, between your music and the
1: that and like just I I feel like it's all over the place in terms of like the hub of it, like and it's hard to navigate. I feel like yeah, it's so for me it's light years better than spotify because
0: spotify for me was super buggy and i i know it varies from person to person like some people i know have spotify and have never had any issues with it which for me spotify was issue after issue it was super buggy it uh it has a problem where a lot of times on people's phones it doesn't recognize that they have a premium subscription so
1: so it's like you don't have a premium subscription <laughs> so i
0: was paying it like so it would be like uh I'd go to play something, and it would be grayed out or whatever. And then I'd go to my account, and it would be like, oh, no, yeah, we're, we're getting that money. Yeah, like, <laughs> premium. Yeah, good. Thanks for giving us the money.
1: Just none of the access. Yeah,
0: it's like, you, yeah,
1: it's... I, uh, the thing about Apple Music, also, is that I feel like it's fucked up, like, my library a little bit. The library of music that yes, I already totally, had. totally, totally. Like, I, like, I feel like I've lost some music, because maybe iTunes doesn't recognize it. Yeah. Or... Like um, it messed, it deleted like all my playlists pretty much that I had set up on my phone, which were like huge for me because I had like four or five hundred song playlists. Damn. So, and I use those for like the gym and stuff. And I also hate with the with the update. I feel like I lost like the recently added section. Uh, Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. The recently played, and I use those all the time. I so I'm, I'm pretty pissed off. I hope they fix that.
0: I definitely think I may have lost some music. I know that for sure they recategorize it, which is horrible. So I've got, as one does, I have everything that Billy Joel's ever recorded. <laughs> and instead of it being like uh, like Street Life Serenade, The Stranger, like Glass Houses, and like it has the full albums, it will be like <laughs> The Stranger, four songs. And then the rest of those songs, it'll be like, Billy Joel Greatest Hits Volume One. I'm like, <laughs> I have never in my life even thought about owning a Greatest Hits album, and the fact that now if I want to listen to like only the good die young, which I do want to listen to that, uh, I have to go to a Greatest Hits album that I didn't buy. It's messed up.
1: I uh, we had a disagreement on only the good die young a little while ago. Really? Yeah, and uh, I said that. It's very like underratedly about like have sex with me or you're going to die. That's what like the message behind that song is. It
0: so I th- I think that that you're purposely misinterpreting it.
1: Uh, I, d- to, I Like, I don't to think get I get to the
0: point that you'd like to make. Uh, so the song is about, uh, like, hey, loosen up a little uh, that no pun intended, God. Um, <laughs> uh, let me think uh be a little more carefree um and because like the the expression like, don't only, be only, such only, a prude yeah like don't don't be such a, a prude like they You're say that only die. the good die young so i i guess but he's basically just saying have some fun don't worry too much it's a it's got a positive message not a threatening but, message but like
1: if you listen if you really listen to the lyrics it's like basically the message is have sex with me, or you're going to die.
0: <laughs> but he says sooner or later it comes down to fate. He's referring to like you're gonna bang at some point.
1: <laughs> why that's, not? Why not just right
0: now? I might as well be the one. Yeah, that's yeah. So he's not saying like it's very, your it's fate very, it's very rapey. Die. It's God.
1: Like in the grand scheme of things, such
0: a, a an adjective for describing music that it's <laughs> rapey. That mu- yeah. Well, there's a lot of rapey music. Rap The rapey music is yes. Uh, I remember the, the first time someone described blurred lines as rapey. I was like, I don't like that. That that's a, don't say that word. Like that's, <laughs> and then I was like, but it's, it kind of so, fits. It, oh, it definitely yeah. d- like those, uh, we could have a different blurred lines conversation. We'll save that for another day. We're going to have a, a whole podcast about how I hate Marvin Gaye's family oh god (laughs) i do
1: i hate them all well they set a precedent that's gonna like that's gonna ruin everything down the line because all music is like recycled pretty much
0: it's got i mean pharrell is screwed because he does so many songs where he's like let's have a let's have a this feel to it yeah this can then sue you it's not
1: the same song it's the same feel which is like you can't if you can't like recreate feels from yeah. old songs, then yeah. what the hell is the point?
0: Sarah Bareilles honestly would be doomed because she does if Billy Joel and Sarah Bareilles in my mind do that more than anybody else. Where they're like, all right, I've written this song, I'm gonna arrange it so it sounds like this. Like Sarah Bareilles will do a song and be like, all right, I'm gonna make this sound like a Prince song, and you hear the song and you're like, this is insane. It's like Sarah Bareilles and Prince got together. Blah blah. If Prince were to be like, I'm not about that, Sarah. Got nothing to do with you. Give me that money. That'd be horrible.
1: Uh, you know who else would be screwed? Um, Macklemore, for sure.
0: Macklemore, yeah. Yeah.
1: He'd but, be sued like f- by five different artists for that new song that he has. Yeah. Because it's like five different songs. I love that it's, song. It's grown on me a that lot. That song
0: is so. The first time I saw it, I was like, nope, sucks, <laughs> hate him, go away, done. And then the second, like, literally the second time I listened, I was like, this is my favorite song that's ever been recorded i wish i could have been there when this magic happened
1: the thing that i think the thing that might have ruined it for me is i saw the video first like the first time that i heard it was mm. when i watched the video yeah and the video is kind of like obnoxious and ridiculous it's but also kind of great 2.0 yeah it really is it's like starting off a song he's, with i feel like he tries too hard to be like a hipster
0: yeah i don't know what he's really going for
1: but he's he's pretty good, honestly. Like I,
0: I mean, fashion-wise, I think it's like when he's riding on the motorcycle with the uh the moose. Yeah, that's that is, yeah, that's excellent. That's great. And Eric Nally, holy God, does he just crush it?
1: Ryan Lewis probably has to be like the most underappreciated person in music. Yeah, honestly. yeah, like,
0: he's making all this magic happen,
1: and. He doesn't, get even, he doesn't even get a microphone at award ceremonies. I thought that was great at the, uh, at the VMAs where they interviewed Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. And they interviewed them, and they gave Macklemore a mic, and then Ryan Lewis was just standing next to him with no mic. God. It's like, we're not even going to pretend we're going to let you talk.
0: Well, I, be, I bet that all he gets is, is money. But yeah. Like yeah. The, the deal is, like, your you name is talk. on it. You talk. You got, but other than that... They're going to call it the new Macklemore song. They're going to say, have you heard the Macklemore album? They're going to say Macklemore steals from black people. They're not going to say Ryan Lewis does it. So mm-hmm. I get like, he, he gets none of the credit and also none of the blame. But I mean, I don't know if you know how they do their business, but they're not signed to a label. Yeah. They just do it all themselves. All it's they have is a, great. all they, they, uh, the only deal they have is a distribution deal with, with, I think Sony. So they must be so rich. It's oh insane. yeah.
1: Um, all right, next thing I wanted to talk about was the new Churches album, which oh. I mean hasn't come out yet. Uh I kind of tricked you. Ellie Goulding should have kicked your ass on yeah. Twitter for that. I uh I kind of made it seem like the new Churches album came out and just like
0: You just... tweeted the new Churches album bangs so hard. What the <laughs> yeah. hell were people going to think you Okay, were saying?
1: my bad. I was talking about the singles that had yeah. come out already, which is there's three of them and they're all fantastic.
0: Yeah. It's I love I loved their first album, um,
1: but I thought it was I thought it was good. Um, definitely could have been better, but that's why I'm so excited for this one because they have three singles and they kind of stuck with what worked yeah. in the last album, and just their first three singles are all fire. So I'm very excited about the album. Yeah, and, I mean,
0: uh, we we were discussing this via uh, our iPhones. Um, Leave a Trace is like one of already one of their three best songs and i think they only have 1.3 albums but like, <laughs> like leave a trace i put right next to the mother we share for just mega banger
1: yeah uh i think that the the three songs that they've released for this new album i would put them in like the top five for all three their yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah uh
0: what's what was the first one they put out uh or the second one they put out never recover Ending circles
1: oh Never Ending Circles yeah. yeah so there's Leave a Trace Never Ending Circles and the latest one is Clearest Blue which yeah. Clearest Blue is probably my favorite church's song that's been released <laughs>
0: Lilac Blue is going to be the best one they do at Boston Calling. Like that's, th- I I was saying to you like, that song starts and you're like, that song starts and you're kind of like, bobbing your head and tapping your toe and then just like before you know it, you're drenched in sweat and you're like, I didn't even know that I was that I was rocking out because yeah it that, just builds that's what like I told you crazy. I was crazy
1: like, yeah I was like it builds up and like the first time through listening to it I was like. It just keeps building up. Like, is this ever gonna drop? And then all of a sudden, just like, it's like you just get blown away. Two
0: minutes and ten seconds into it, yeah. it takes a while. Yeah, and it's like church songs it. aren't long; they're like three oh five to
1: four yeah. minutes. And but just like the last minute, minute and a half is just Ugh. straight fire right in your face. It's, your ears are dead.
0: That song is pretty much Breaking Bad. It's yeah, it's just like yeah, like it's you, like the build up is. You is, think that that it's established what it's going to be, and then. It's, it's a man. great analogy. And then Hank sits on that toilet and <laughs> and it drops. There I don't know if you saw the uh the story with them. It was in some magazine or whatever. Um they were saying that they could have just marketed themselves as Lauren Maybury and they would have been way more
1: popular. Really? Which is probably true. Yeah, yeah probably. It's like she'd be like she'd be like Ellie Goulding. Right, exactly. But yeah. better. <laughs>
0: yeah, and she would just have her producer and like other guy i'm still not sure what the non-producer guy does because i don't know too much about electronic music but they could just
1: play to a track if they wanted to from yeah for what i what i saw there's like two synthesizers yeah. and like a guitarist
0: well she know so it's um i don't know their names but the guy the older looking guy of the two was a is a producer and he so he plays like a bunch of instruments for them like he, he usually has like a guitar or, or a bass on while he plays synths but she was recording with her band in his studio or something and was like yo I want to do this project do you want to do it and so it's her and two guys and um, I mean it's she looks it's, like it's,
1: she's 15 by the way yeah.
0: She uh, she's a small person.
1: Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen her uh, in person, but she's, she looks small. She's
0: significantly taller than you, but she's like a small <laughs> yeah, of person. Course. <laughs> of course. Uh, speaking quick side note. Speaking of small people, did you see the picture of Joey Mack on Twitter? Yeah. No. Uh, so Joe McDonald was in Toronto for the like uh, the please like my sport thon that uh, the <laughs> NHL has before every season, where they bring the stars and they have them be like please like my sport. Yeah. Um, and Joey Mac uh posted a picture of himself interviewing Zidane Chara and Joey Mac is standing up Zidane Chara is sitting down and Zidane Chara is much taller than oh him God. sitting down it's amazing
1: oh i uh, need to see that yeah sure people are hilarious thanks yeah <laughs> all right next uh next topic pitchfork pitchfork.com yeah you said you said that you i have a thumb. bone bone to pick with pitchfork what you got so i mean I've had this feeling for a while, but it was confirmed this past week when I read their review for Fiddlar's two. Okay. Which is a great album, by the way. Um, I've still Absolute listened to Fire. one song. I'm I'm so slow and behind what song on the do you times. I've been listening to? listening to Boys to Men
0: recently and I can't <laughs> I swear to god I can't get out, I can't stop listening to Boys to Men.
1: Gotta gotta get that new stuff. But what song do you listen to Fidlar?
0: I listened to uh Water runs dry. I listen to Thank You. I listen no,
1: to no. I'm talking about Fiddler. Oh, you <laughs> said you listen to one song.
0: Oh, so uh, the the you you were arguing with people over which one was the best one, and I listened
1: to the one that you said was the best one. Oh well, thanks. Yeah, yeah West Coast, good. Song. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so Pitchfork did their Fiddler review, Um and like they often do, the review is like. It was like pretty, pretty favorable. It was like, yeah, this is a pretty decent album. Like, not bad, good second effort. Uh, and then they gave it a five point eight out of ten, which is like they do that a lot. Like their reviews don't match the rating.
0: Well, for me, I hate the idea of putting. I, I love the idea of reviewing an album, but and it as long as you it. can friggin' bring anything to the table, if you, like, if you, if you don't get it then don't write about it, you
1: know? Well, I felt I felt very strongly that this review didn't get it. Yeah. But it was still pretty favorable. Like it if you read the review and had to guess the rating, yeah. you would have guessed a lot higher than 5 5.8 I think.
0: Yeah, the 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 star
1: rating just bugs me in general. But I what I've been told is that Pitchfork the writer, like the writers that they assign to do the reviews don't do the ratings.
0: Oh, that makes sense. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, like the they'll have they'll assign a writer to write the review and then have the like the editors collectively come to a rating for the album. So, so the editors do the review and the writer writes the review.
0: So it's like the editor is writing the headline but making the headline Not a different matched. story. Yes. yes. Yeah.
1: So that's what I've been told at least, which is that makes no sense. That makes no sense. That's really 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 dumb. Yes. That's so. uh and Pitchfork's so pretentious.
0: Yeah, well, I, I like
1: they're on on some stuff, but just like, I feel like they just can't enjoy a lot of things for like at face value. That's
0: that's my issue with a lot of uh, a lot of life actually. That like people people feel a need that they have to they're e- with either snark or with uh, and I can be snarky from time to time, but just like like this this obligation that people feel to to say that they don't like something and to say that something that's being universally enjoyed is bad. Like if people are enjoying it, then it's, it has redeeming qualities. Shut up. If you, if you want to, if you want to point out and illustrate what's wrong with it, then by all means, go get it McConaughey. But if you're just going to be like, it sucks, it lacks, like it lacks, g- it's not as good as like other stuff. It drives me crazy. Th- I think, I think Pitchfork pitchfork did this. I may be wrong. Uh, it was either them or one of those other places could have been stupid uprocks or something for all I know. no <laughs> uprocks is the greatest uh the uh they did a countdown of like the top 100 billy joel songs and for say goodbye to hollywood it said uh that like the it was super low on the list and it was like uh really poorly mixed and poorly recorded like uh, given when it came out And again, I was saying earlier, Billy Joel does songs with different feels and everything. And that song, literally down to the beat, the boom, 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 it was trying to make it sound like it was produced by Phil Spector. And it had like a ton of reverb and everything. It just sounded like a much, much older song. And here's some schmo from, I think it was Pitchfork. Of course it was. Here's some schmo saying... It, they did a bad job of mixing it. Like there should have been less reverb. They should have done like. That's I know what more they about were, music than right, Billy Joel. Right. It's like <laughs> that's what they were going for, and it was so so obvious. If you've ever listened to any music, you can tell that. But yet, this person feels the need to put out there that it's bad.
1: Well, the Pitchfork review on the on the Fiddler album, it was like. It basically criticized them from going farther away from what their first album was which is like super raw and like this new album is kind of refined and has like a newer crisper sound it was like well they abandoned the thing that made them so popular in the first place but then later in the review it said uh they should have made more songs like west coast okay on the album which like west coast fits in so much better to the second album than it Mm. than it would have with the first like west coast Mm. is like a pretty refined like pop punk Sounding song. Yeah. And it definitely wouldn't have fit in with like the hardcore that a lot of the first album was. So, like, you suck, Pitchfork. Just go fuck yourself. By the way,
0: it was Vulture that did the Billy Joel thing. So I retract everything that I said. It's Vulture that I hate. Okay. I got no beef with Pitchfork whatsoever. Do
1: you, Pitchfork? Yeah. Well, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Um, All right. You wanted to talk about. Oh,
0: yeah. I want to raise a point. Like, I I went to um, Oddball Comedy Festival last night. which, don't smoke
1: pot at it, <laughs> it, 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 outdoor comedy shows, you losers. That's, like, not at all surprising. Like, why would that ever surprise you?
0: I don't know. Whenever...
1: People think that everything's funnier when they're high. I guess. So, like, that seems like the thing to do.
0: I've never turned to drugs, so I don't... <laughs> uh, I, don't I don't call it doing drugs. I call it turning to drugs. Turning because to it's, drugs. Like, I'm behind the music and everything. Falling and to like, drugs. Right, yeah. Like, and then... Then after like this happened, he then Britney shaved drugs. her head. Right, if I ever if I ever try drugs, so I'm gonna be like you,
1: you would not you would not cope well with drugs. I wouldn't do well with drugs. No, I don't think I'd,
0: so. I don't. See, I again, I'm pleading ignorance on the whole drugs front, but
1: I, I don't see the appeal. I don't. Uh, I don't. Were you just that guy in the crowd at Oddball just screaming at people, "Stop I was, smoking!" I was pot. like, "Hey,
0: is that drugs? Oh my god, are you se- secure?" Yeah. I texted you while he was on. I keep the phone in the pocket during shows, but uh, Nick Kroll was on, and I'm a fan of Nick Kroll. I think that everyone likes Nick Kroll, but I realized as I he was doing stand-up. That. Oh, really? People? I, think,
1: I think that he's well-liked. I don't think everybody likes okay.
0: him. Okay. So, I like him, and I was like, oh, shit. Nick Kroll isn't funny. Uh, his stand-up was, was very bad. He's he's great on on in everything I've seen him in, but... Uh, yeah, so I wanted to to explore is he funny? Have
1: you seen any of his other stand up cuz I haven't. I, I would saw... say don't judge somebody on one set. So I know I
0: started to watch Thank You Very Cool I think is the name of it and uh this was years ago and I turned it off and it was just like it's just not grabbing me. Maybe maybe I'll circle back to it later. And that's happened before with things that I've later thought was super, were super funny but I just never got back to it. And I loved his characters like Bobby Bottle Service. I thought was was hilarious. Um but yeah, I I was very surprised that uh, he, again, it, it, it was a lot of low-hanging fruit, a lot of just not smart, like, no thought put into it. Fucking Bart Hubbock over here, pretty much.
1: So, my thoughts on Nick Kroll are, I've never been a huge fan. Like, Kroll, I, like, watched the first episode of Kroll Show, and I was like, oh, this is terrible. I'm not going to watch this. And I know a lot of people did like Kroll Show. Yeah, for, I saw, like, a second of it. Yeah, so... I think that he is a good actor, and I think that he can can be funny in certain roles. Yeah, uh, but like I would never go see him as a comedian or anything like that. Uh, I I think that he he's a good actor, and if he like stays in in like movies and in, in like character TV shows, yeah, I think he'll be okay. He has such a punchable face, though. By the way, oh and yeah, his face is very very makes me mad, but um. Yeah, no, like I've seen stuff in it, and I've been like, "Oh, he's pretty good." I think I just, I think I just saw a movie with him in it. Um, I forget what it's called, but it was him and Rose Bur- Rose Byrne and um, the guy from Boardwalk Empire. I
0: didn't and know who Rose Byrne was until she's uh, been neighbors. in so
1: much shit, and like, really, that I haven't know that I like didn't huh. know who she was. Yeah, like she was the the, the girl from Bridesmaids. Oh yeah, yeah. How she about was that? the stuck up one. Yeah, so yeah. She's pretty hot. Wait, that's, that's that's Rose Byrne. That's Rose Byrne. Yeah, and
0: she's doing an American accent, right? Yeah. Holy cow! So, do, do actors do that?
1: I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My life is a lie. I think that's probably why it was such a like a shock when I saw her in *Neighbors*, yeah. because that accent was
0: heavy. There's a uh, what's the what's the thing in New York? The Paley Festival or whatever. It's like a I I don't know anything, but it's a. Uh, Thing where people like have round tables, kind of, yeah. And uh, they were doing a parks and rec one one time, and uh, they were all talking and answering questions, and there's a moderator and everything. And they ask uh, Aziz a question about uh, like what Tom's character is going through, and he answers it with like, well, with Tom's character, and like he does like the whole like, I'm yeah. a British actor who does an accent, and it <laughs> was. Quite possibly the funniest thing. That's awesome. In the I world. love these. And it was probably like it probably fooled maybe two people there. It was worth it. Yeah, it was. It was so funny. Um, but uh, yeah, you know what Nick Kroll was in, which was good. Uh, I don't know if it was popular, but the Life and Times of Tim. You ever I watch that show? What, no, I don't know what that is. It was a cartoon on HBO that was just like intentionally poorly done and had really <laughs> bad animation, and it was just really awkward. And you could tell that it was just barely scripted. And uh, it was hard to see why that one didn't make it, <laughs> right? It was uh, it was pretty funny, yeah. But Nick Kroll was in it, um, yeah. But I think the conclusion is, yeah, Nick Kroll good in stuff, not, not great good. on his own. Mulaney, yeah. who Kroll kind of brought along, uh, Mulaney.
1: M- Mulaney's like the he the has best. so far surpassed him. Yeah, yeah,
0: he's yeah. Mulaney's the best in the game right now. I th- except like,
1: his show is pretty pretty bad. I don't know if they canceled that yet. Yeah,
0: he actually he had a funny line last night.
1: Oh, he, he always ma- he always makes fun yeah, of the show. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That was it was uncomfortable. Yeah. last night he was like, uh, "I bought a house last year because I did not understand how the television business works." <laughs> oh, yeah. excellent. Yeah, but uh, but he he crushes it. He's uh, he's hilarious. So, so here we are. At so brunch. we had to start brunch, and uh, I think brunch is going to be big. It's I hope be popular. so. Yeah. I I like where this is heading.
1: We have uh I'm I'm liking like the possibilities that we that we have.
0: Yeah. I and you know what? Just I'm spitballing here. We should do some of those fucking David Letterman things where like he'd go outside and do like crazy oh, things yes, like absolutely. Like I don't know how that could translate into podcast form, but
1: we could do like a video cast or like a webcast and we could literally eat brunch while we That's good. I've actually so we should b- visit brunch places and like record live. Yeah. Be do like sick. A comedians in cars getting coffee type right. deal, and not tell them what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, just, just show up and set up these mics. Like and when stuff. The,
0: the waiter seats us, like a couple of waters you guys. Yeah, do you have an extension cord?
1: <laughs> um, we have um, big events coming up. Well, there's one big event, the Emmys. So yes. we'll, we'll have a lot to talk about. For got a guest that.
0: in mind that uh, I'd like to have, and we'll see if we can hook that up, but. I, uh, yeah, I'm thinking with the Grammys, once that comes, that's going to be. Award season is going to be. Award season is going to be a blast. We should, you know what we should do? And this is just me pushing my desire to always dress up on, on people.
1: Tuxes for brunch. We should do.
0: Yeah. We should be well-dressed for, for brunch.
1: For award show shows.
0: And you know what? We won't take pictures. We won't document it. We're just, you're going to have to believe us that we are decked out. That we bought new suits for this podcast.
1: Oh, nothing like a nice podcast suit.
0: Quick question, speaking of suits. Uh, do you do belt or no belt on suits?
1: Um, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I wore a suit, to be honest with you. Ugh. I work from home. I Ugh. work from home. I don't have friends so who get that married. That so that like,
0: means that there's no one... If you're working at home, you're by yourself, and there's no one to tell you to <laughs> not wear a suit.
1: <laughs> so... Here's a funny story like right after I graduated college I was like, nice I'm gonna be on the job hunt I should get a new suit. I went out and I bought like a pretty expensive suit and it's like pretty nice and I think I've worn it once because Ugh. because I went on like zero job interviews <laughs> and the job the technical job interviews that I did have, we're like over Skype and I wasn't going to put on a suit and be like, hello, how are you? Oh, man, <laughs> sitting here in my, my living room and my suit. <laughs> so uh, any excuse to wear a suit, honestly, I'm down.
0: Yeah. Suits are. Oh, my but God. Like, suits but like
1: if we do like an award, if we do like an award show thing, we have to like rent tuxes. Tuxes, tuxes, are like the award show look. We should just start renting tuxes anyway. Yeah, <laughs> just on like a Saturday, go out in Boston, just in tuxes.
0: Yeah, that'd be. Oh man, I'd I'd love to to have. I don't have a tux. I'd like to have a nice tux.
1: So yeah, man, let's, let's just do rent it tuxes. When <laughs> let's I let's go to brunch in tuxes.
0: I uh, when I tried to rent a tux for uh, for prom, uh, the guy said to me, he said I couldn't. Get the tux I wanted because I was too short. Welcome to my life. I've I've hated that guy <laughs> <laughs> forever. I was so th- three buttons are for tall people, two are for for normal people
1: like me. Do I get one button? Uh, yeah, you, no, I just get one button. You you get a zipper. I get no. Yeah, I get I get Velcro. <laughs> but, get a Velcro tux.
0: But yeah, I was with my buddy and we we're getting. So I was like, oh, how about this one? And the guy just like dead serious. He wasn't even joke. He was like, no, nah, you can't do that. and I was like, why? And he was like, you're too short. Oh God! I've fucking hated that monster <laughs> for every second of my life since. But yeah, uh, we could we could do we could do suits, um, yeah, suits, tuxes, guests, a lot of possibilities, dancers. <laughs> yes. Uh oh man, we we could we should get a uh, we should get a house band.
1: Oh my God, I would th- love a house that'd band. That'd be amazing. Like we should just turn this into like a late night talk show, right? But like for brunch, that'd be a, a brunch talk show. I
0: bet that Wayne Whitaker could hook it up.
1: Hell yeah. You get a. a that great. Band. This this got so off track. We were like closing out the show, and then all of a sudden we got into like house bands. That happens every
0: time we podcast. Yes, that's we, true. We
1: did a Sunday skate podcast one like time. five hours long. And we were like, so hockey, what do you think of <laughs> hockey? Are they going to score goals?
0: What's the deal with goals? Who's this guy? And then we were like, and it was like all of a sudden uh, Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber. <laughs> there was so much Justin Bieber. And the thing is, the like 45 minutes of hockey that we did do was good. It was tight. It was on yes. point. It was like, like if we ended up there, McLaughlin this have- was there. Right.
1: Perfect podcast.
0: And then we went six hours of... Well, it was just because you guys were being idiots about Justin Bieber. I'm not just going to we'll, let you we'll guys s- say Justin Bieber sucks and then stop the podcast. We'll save
1: that for another episode, too, because I have Justin Bieber thoughts. Okay. But we'll save it.
0: So we're going to wrap it up. Justin Bieber bangs, and this has been brunch. <laughs> Pete, this is a great idea. This was this is Pete's baby here. This is Pete's going to quit his job and devote <laughs> all of his time to brunch.
1: Yes, because my my job is just holding me back. My job's holding me back. I just want to do yep. brunch full time.
0: The worst part is that brunch is like a it sounds like you've seen How to Make it in America? Yes. It sounds like crisp. It sounds like cool. Like if someone yeah. sees a podcast named Brunch, they're like it's like, hell oh, yeah.
1: I'm gonna check this out. Well like I and said, bitches it's like, love brunch. Yeah, this is a this is a catfish this is the this is a catfish <laughs> right. podcast.
0: So now that we've got you suckered in, you're gonna be back
1: every it's every gonna be like a five week.
0: day a week podcast. No. Um <laughs> So yeah, this has been awesome, Pete. Thanks for thanks for coming up with this. This is gonna I'm excited about this it. This gonna crush. I'm excited about it to infinity and beyond. Uh, so I'm gonna save this thought for the next. No, I'm just gonna <laughs> say we're gonna have Puff Daddy on this podcast <laughs> at one point. Uh, my my college radio show. My whole the whole goal from my freshman year was to have Puff Daddy on. We never really tried. But he doesn't even go by Puff Daddy anymore. Well, that's the, well, that was like the goal to have him on and be like, <laughs> so Puff Daddy, Puffy,
1: what do you think? He would just get up and leave immediately. Right. He'd be like, that's not my name anymore. Well, Puff Daddy, hey, he's in not studio, doing much better, much. He's playing
0: he... a fucking agent in draft day. Like he's. Oh, I forgot
1: about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Puff Daddy coming on the podcast. That's what we call a tease.
0: Yep. That's how he gets down on brunch. So thanks for listening, and uh. Yeah. Until next time, that's that's the podcast. To quote Ellie Goulding, "Peace,
1: sauce, brunch, brunch."